Jennifer, pack your bags because we're going on a vacation. Okay, well, we're not going on a vacation, but one of our listeners is. She's headed on an international trip with her four-month-old and is wondering how to keep her on schedule while gone and, probably more important, how to get her back on schedule when they get back to their own original time zone. The good news is there are some great tips and tricks that we're going to share this week on the podcast to keep everyone happy and on track. Then, milk before bed. When is it time to stop? A mom in Oklahoma is trying to figure out if it's time to change the nighttime routine and move away from the milk before he goes to sleep. So let's be honest, any changes to that routine can be a bit nerve-wracking. Laura and I have been there, but the good news is that there is a way to do it successfully and with confidence. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Laura. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. We're so glad you're here. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hi, um, my name is Charlie, and I'm from Louisiana, and uh, I have a four-month-old, a little girl. Um, we will be traveling for the first time um, in the next coming weeks. Um, she'll be turning about five months on the trip, and it's actually an international vacation, and I know this is, like, very low on the totem pole um, by any means. She's actually a really good baby. She sleeps really good. My question is, how do you travel with a infant? Um, I'm more concerned about like sleep schedules there and mostly when we come back, you know, because it's a nine hour difference. So, or seven hour difference. Um, you know, when they come back, like, does she sleep all the time, like on the plane? And then we try to get her to sleep again when we get home, you know, uh, I'm not really sure what to do. Um, I kind of have an idea, like, when we get back, try to get her on the same schedule, you know, that she was before. She's on such a great schedule right now. Um, eating at 7 in the morning, again at 10, 1, 4, pretty much everything I've, you know, kind of listened to you guys from the beginning. Stay there before, you know, we do our morning walks. We're out for our morning walk right now. I bathe her in the theater. At, she's down by 7.30, 7.45. She's ready. So. That's kind of my question. I have um, looked up your um, toddler essentials and your your baby essentials for traveling. Um, so I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. I'm pretty savvy. Um, but I think I'm more concerned about like sleep schedules and I just want to navigate that. So thanks so much for all of your help. And I hope that you guys have a great week. Laura, <gasps> great news. Let's go. Are we going? <laughs> we're going somewhere international. So I don't know that know. she mentioned where we were going. Let but. us know what day. And we'll just go with you. That's I think the that's, best way. I think that. Take your own mom's on-call consultant with, with you. you. 
That is the answer. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't okay. do that. If that's, there are not re- <laughs> if that's not realistic, then yes, you know what? This is going to be so much fun and so much chaos, and it's always going to be an adventure. But the great news is once you guys get to where you're going, you can pick up with that time upon arrival. So, Yes, they may sleep just a little bit more. They may be awake a little bit more. They may doze on and off when they should be awake and playful. Just roll with it and try to get a few of your key things in place. And the best place to start is with that very next feed time. Hit that very next feed time with that new time, wherever it is that we're going, and we'll have our bags packed ready. Uh, And hit that, get onto that time zone. Now coming, and it'll take two or three days and everybody will be right back on track and you'll be great for wherever it is that we're all going. Uh, But when you come back, then yes, again, that is a two to three day adjustment. But if you'll keep a few key things in place right upon arrival, get right back on track and start that very next day on time. So if you get back at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday, then at 7 a.m. on Wednesday morning, you are starting the day. And what we want to encourage you with is something called the power of sunshine. Oh, yes. It is it is designed to work symbiotically with our bodies and with our sleep-wake cycles. So it's really going to be an extraordinary helper when you arrive. And that's why we can transition into the new routine pretty seamlessly. It'll probably take about a day or two. During the daytime hours, you are going to wake a sleeping baby, even though you won't want to do it for those feedings in that new time zone. And you'll notice about a day, a day and a half, that power of sunshine is going to work together with your putting that schedule in place. And you will enjoy the moms on call routines wherever you are in the world. And then just like Laura said, when you get back, the power of sunshine is going to be your friend again. So get right back on your schedule in the new time zone. And you'll find that that usually takes about two, two to three days to really settle in for the long term. And you'll be so glad you did. And we always say this when you're traveling, when there might be different sleep environments and what have you. If you have a slumber pod, it's so fantastic to be able to recreate your mom's on-call sleep environment for your baby. Laura talks about having little Sheets that you wash at home. Yes, wash your sheets at home. That's always a great tip, just those familiar smells. But you also brought up a point because, you know, if if we're going to, let's say, Italy. Let's say Italy. And our bags are packed. <laughs> we will be ready. Um, so let's just say Italy. We may be having dinner later than what our routine says. So we don't want you to fret and stress about, oh my gosh, we're staying out later than we typically would. It's perfectly fine. Feed per the schedule. So if it's the bedtime feed and it's 7 p.m., but you guys are going to be out until 9. Like the Italians do. Do. (laughs) Feed at 7. And whenever you get back, you can change their diaper and wash their face and get in their PJs and top them off a little bit. 
and still be able to get them down for bedtime. And Laura just has such a great point. We want you to enjoy. We want you to enjoy your trip. We want you to enjoy your family. And we can fix anything that happens when you get back home. So no matter what happens while you're gone, when you get back home, we'll take two or three nights. We'll get right back into those great schedules. You are not going to ruin anything. So have a fantastic and amazing time inviting moms on call to your trip to Italy. Our bags are packed. Jennifer, yes. one of the most fun projects that you and I have been able to work on the last year was... <gasps> the Moms on Call Sleep and Grow mattress. What? In conjunction with Colgate because they sat us down and said, tell us everything you want. We're like, really? Everything? Because it seems like maybe some things might be cost prohibitive. <laughs> some things might be impossible. I don't know. But they get, they did. Their factory is here in Atlanta. Yes. So it was so much fun to be able to go and watch and see what they were doing and have been doing forever. It's family owned. It's so family. we got to meet everybody. It we was, met grandpa. We met grandpa <laughs> up on the ladder at the top of those rafters, right? And But they brought in those big things of material mm-hmm. so that we could choose which one we wanted for the cover of our mattress. Yes. Ours. It was so much fun. And we know and, you're going to put sheets on it, but under the sheets, it's very pretty as well. So and important. yes, and soft. But you know, of course it's us. So Safety was absolutely paramount. And there were a few things that we wanted. We wanted it to be breathable. It had to be flame retardant, but not have chemicals on it. We wanted it to be eco-friendly. We came up with everything we could think of it. And they said just, yes, 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 (laughs) yes. And the one thing that we were so excited, because, you know, so many of us, we have more kids and we have kids, our kids grow from babies to toddlers. And who wants to go buy another mattress for our toddlers. So we actually created dual firmness so that it's nice and firm for those little sweet newborns, but we can flip it over so it's a little more comfortable for that toddler. And so much of our furniture does that. Like even, you know, when our kids were growing up, we had furniture that would go from a crib to a toddler bed. So it's just perfect to grow up with so many of the furnishings and so we can keep costs down. And it just shouldn't cost you to keep your baby safe. And I think that was one of the things we were so excited about was that we got all the things we asked for. Plus, it is absolutely affordable. And so we're so excited about it. We want you guys to go take a look, see what you think at momsoncall.com. Go check out the Moms on Call Sleep and Grow mattress together in conjunction with Colgate. Thanks, guys. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I am in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and my son is 17 months old. And I love the Moms on Call books since he was itty bitty. And I have a question for you on the milk before bed. We've been giving him um, milk in his sippy cup before bed. And I just didn't know when we should transition away from doing the milk before bed. If we just need to decrease it some, he probably gets anywhere from six to eight ounces. He loves it. And so I feel like this is going to be a hard uh, transition, but I just wanted to get your input on navigating that when you think it would be a good time to start doing that and the best way how to do it. So um, thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. You've helped us in so many ways. 
Oh, 17 month old. Yes, we get into our nighttime routines and we kind of get a little nervous to change anything. Well, and you almost feel stuck like, okay, I am not messing with anything because we're not rocking this boat. Right. But we have great news for you. So at 17 months, it's not as crucial for their tummies to be full in order for them to get a really good full night of sleep. And the other thing that we want to think about and be aware of is that we don't want a milk residue on those little teeth that have come in to stay on there all night. So we do want to make a few changes. We want to make sure that we're giving that milk and then we have like a little wipe down of those teeth just to make sure that that residue doesn't sit on there causing any future decay. And it's not going to affect all night sleep. So we have all the time in the world just to start to decrease it a little bit at a time and make sure that we're putting it in the right place in that nighttime routine. And while we're talking about that, Laura, let's talk about the nighttime routine because it has one of your favorite moments, both of us, which we used all the way until our kids were like middle school. I think even like in college, we could have just been like, let's connect right before bed. It's so important to have that time, you know, as we start that bath time routine until we put our kids to bed to just have that sweet time to talk and speak into who our kids are. And I think that voice that we speak over them and to them and our confidence when we do that is so important. More important than milk. More important than milk At for nighttime. sure. Yes. And and one of the things that I always like to do was with meal times was when my kids got their sippy cups or straw cups or open cups, whatever cup you're using, uh, at those meal times full of milk. So if we're doing family dinner time, begin to put that milk in that cup. They can have that for a little while after dinner is over and then try not even mentioning it. Get bath going, do your tender time, brush those teeth, do your prayers, put him to bed and be confident while you do it. So you can decrease the amount of milk and you can increase the amount of connection and encouragement that's going on right before bed. And that transition will go so beautifully and you'll enjoy it. So it's really nice to have a little extra something while we decrease, you know, two or three ounces a night, every three nights. And before you know it, there will be no more need for that milk at the end of the night. But you will be absolutely addicted to the love and the tender time that goes on before bed. And that will be fulfilling to your soul, as opposed to the milk being filling to the belly. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey.